So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, stupid Questions. Question. Hello, everybody. This week's up, folks? It's for real. It's with for real. T-Leak like, and Jag. Rah, rah, like a dungeon Jag. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific no order. I love No <laughs> Stupid <laughs> Questions show. Can we curse on this show? Do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Time is for question real. for today. No. Rah, 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 like All right. Stupid. So, Question. No stupid question. Jack. No stupid question. Welcome to this episode. Of- My first question is, who are you? No stupid question. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Jag, and we have T in the house. How hey. you doing, T Lee? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. What's going on with you, man? You know, I'm excited. We, um, we're in this new decade. Amen. First time, right. I think we've, with this first time, first show in the new decade, the 20 teens are behind us. We're squarely in the 2020s. Yeah, we're gonna, and we're going to keep it rolling and start with some power. There we go. So this is No Stupid Questions, the show where we have two smart people and one stupid question, or so we thought. T. Lee. What you got for us today? What is our stupid question? What is our stupid question? So just so people who are just tuning in, stupid questions are questions that seem simple. That's right. Yes or no answer. That's right. But they usually require a little, little teasing out, I'll say. How about that? They have some and, depth to them. And the, and the question that I'm going to ask, and this is going to just throw you for a loop, because we're going to throw some new words out here today. Oh, so you know, how, I don't like how, new words. That's how, that's how stupid it's going to get. <laughs> I had trouble with the old words. You're going to throw <laughs> new words at me? <laughs> so, is a vegetalian lifestyle healthier than a plant-based lifestyle? Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> this is our new word for today. Okay. And I, I'm supposed to answer yes or no, right? Yes. So that means we're gonna have to we definitely gonna have to tease this out because we got we got definitions to work with here. Well, since you asked about the comparison is to plant based. Correct. I'm gonna have to say without really knowing what that new word is you threw out at me, I'm gonna have to say yes, because I'm not sure what plant based means. <laughs> And as someone who does health education and talks to people about ways to eat, plant-based doesn't really explain a lot and leaves it open for a lot of confusion. Uh, so especially for people who are struggling with what to eat, maybe struggling with weight management or maybe other nutritional issues, plant-based does not get at the heart of where they want to focus and requires a lot more explaining yeah because I, I need some help because you know I'm, I'm sitting at I'm sitting at my desk um, and I don't know if it's cherry wood like it purports to be <laughs> but um, wood would be plant-based I assume and I can't imagine wood being good for you to eat so what, <laughs> what, what do people mean when they say a plant-based diet and that, that's that's exactly true in fact um, there was a, uh, a an article in Men's Health where they kind of poked fun at you know plant based plant based. I don't remember if they called it foods that you don't really think about, but this concept of plant based um, food is really something you consume. Um, you know, there's other definitions aside. 
so you could say that your table is a plant-based food if you actually did choose to take a bite. Um, but yeah, they, I think they jokingly got to the end where they basically built up to all these foods that you don't really think about as foods and they got to t-shirts because t-shirts are all cotton. That's plant-based. And I mean, cotton itself, I guess, is, is, is not something that you would choose to consume. And then I'm not sure that it has a lot of nutritional value either. So having said that, I think it's, I don't know, this may be a pretty open and shut case. <laughs> Might be pretty but, open but and shut. Let's go back. Let's go back to um, vegetarian. So you know, I gotta ask what 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 is a vegetable vegetable vest? I can't even say the word. <laughs> what is a vegetablearian? Um, so, vegetablearian is a word that I started using uh, when I was doing health education, in order to describe a lifestyle that um, the foods were based around vegetables, and you know, part of the education that I would bring to people is that their focus should be on nutrient-dense foods, right? And your most nutrient-dense foods, especially sort of excluding sugar, um, which is, you know, you can have a high amount in, in, uh, in fruits, your, high, your most nutrient-dense foods, foods are going to be vegetables. So really? uh, I have followed this for some time, and, and really, I base my meals around vegetables. I always think about what vegetable I'm going to have. I always play with vegetables, similar to how we kind of have a tradition of playing with meats uh, and other types of things, starches, those types of things. But let me, let me actually answer your question directly, because I did create a definition, an actual definition okay. for vegetablearian. And it is, it is a noun. <laughs> so that's one. And it is intended to define, especially when we look at it in the context of a lifestyle, excuse me, lifestyle, it's intended to define a lifestyle where you eat mostly, and I would say over half of your diet, vegetables. And it does not exclude meat or any of the other animal-based, I guess, speaking of plant-based versus animal-based, I guess, products. Okay. Um, so, so that's, that's really um, what we're talking about. And, um, and, and one of the things that I also think is extremely important is that we think about what we, will eat as opposed to what we won't eat. Um, and, and so I'll leave it at that and then come back to you for your. So, so you had a lot of, a lot of things in there. I, I have to, I and do. this is an aside because when you said you made up the word, I couldn't help, but you remember in living color. Yes. And you remember one of the characters that Damon Wayans used to play the, the, um, I guess he was a wine though. I'm not sure, but he used to make up words all the time. So when you said you made up words, I just couldn't get this out of my head of Damon Wayans making up words, but I'm glad you had a definition behind it. So we can, we can move on from that. But you said nu nu nutrient dense foods. Now, when I think of dense foods, I'm thinking a nice big juicy steak. <laughs> so, so help me out here. What, what, where am I going wrong with that? 
Well, nutrient dense is a term, and I'm glad you asked that because I kind of use it sort of in regular language, even though a lot of people don't, you know, necessarily think about it this way. But nutrient dense foods are, it looks at, and you enjoy this as a scientist. Okay. It looks at the density of nutrients. So vitamins, minerals, um, phytonutrients, other, you know, we, we always talk about different other plant nutrients that um, different fruits and vegetables have that we don't consider a vitamin or a mineral, um, but that are really beneficial to us and our bodies. But that it has a high amount, you get a lot of power from nutrients for a low amount of calories. Okay. That's really the, the, the sort of trade-off that you have, right? In proportion to calories, which are ultimately the energy content. But even if you look at the weight, because as you know, a lot of, especially vegetables, are very light. You know, when you talk about leafy greens, even tomatoes, etc., they can get heavy with juice, but still, when you think about the amount of uh, beneficial sort of um, uh, substances they have in them, there's a lot more for what you're getting in that. Okay. That's what nutrient-dense, sometimes they call it nutrient-rich, um, or if they're more specific, micronutrient-dense, which are basically, you know, um, your vitamins and minerals as opposed to carbs, proteins, Okay, so in, in simple thinking, it's um, nutrients are good. So you definitely want more nutrients while you're taking in less calories, um, since calories in and of themselves. I mean, if you're burning them, they're fine. But if you're not burning them, that's what turns into to, a body turns into fat and stores for later. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So when most people, when mainstream folks say plant-based, what do you think they have in their heads? Oh, and that's, that's actually what's interesting is I think that people have different ideas in their heads of plant-based, but I think that they just think of anything that um, was grown from the ground. And okay. that is, that, that, that opens up a big sort of, opportunity because sugar comes from the ground yeah sugar cane um, the plant <laughs> um if you think about it you know alcohol comes from the ground from grains yeah grapes so if i sit up here and eat sugar and drink wine all day i can be plant-based that is plant-based um, what's wrong with that nothing's wrong with it the question is when you associate that with healthy behaviors, it is okay. not a direct <laughs> correlation. You can't say everyone that is plant-based or you know follows a plant-based diet, let's say, is healthy. Um, and do all healthy people follow a plant-based diet? You know. Okay, so plant. so basically, what you're saying is the. Um... The, the white killers are all plant-based, that being, and I'm talking about food. Talking <laughs> I, about was, food. I, just, I just needed you to keep on coming on with it. <laughs> You're talking about food. The other white killers are another show. But the sugars, the flour, 
the what are what are the white killers when we talk about food those are the most often talked sugars about. and flour right yes, the refined sugars and flours right yeah. so that that's all plant-based so mm-hmm. hard to say you're ultra healthy when you're eating something that people have dubbed to be the white killers um so vegetarian can we oh, eat you're food getting, you're getting better at that yeah i say it is rolling so, off the so, tongue Vegetarian uh, is not, it doesn't exclude anything. It's not to the exclusion of. It is just that you, it's the, it's the majority of, right? Um, so it really doesn't, there's no prescription there. And, 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 and one of the reasons that I talk about it when I talk to people about, you know, healthy ways of eating is because of that because there are many people everyone there are different the jury's out on whether or not you know for individual a particular individual raw works whether or not vegan in terms of no meat works uh and then if you put on top of that you know vegan you know no eggs no you know some people go so far as to do the honey uh, mm-hmm. anything anything that is you know sort of produced by an animal um, and that again, different people, different bodies, everybody is different. I always say that. And we respond differently to different diets. And so vegetables are probably one of the only, I'm going to, I'm going to say probably just because I'm not aware of anything, but you know, I always like to say, I don't know, I don't know the only universals around everyone can benefit from them and and there's such a wide variety that it may there may not be i mean people are always surprised when i say i don't like beets what i know i know you know so me. i know that i know and it, that's what i said but they're so good for you i don't have to like everything that's good for me but they taste and good too do though. You. no they don't well Come let on. me say this my I'm, I'm gonna tell you just a little teeny story my mother okay. made me eat beets one evening when I was a young, a young one. And they were sitting next to my white rice. And I didn't want to eat the beets because I didn't like them at the time. Mm-hmm. And the rice got pink by the time, you know, my mother was old school. She made me sit there until I mm-hmm. finished my plate. Mm-hmm. And so then by the time I was tired, she was tired, and I decided to eat them, the rice was pink and I was eating it all together. And it just was a cold nasty mess <laughs> that's a problem and, and then three days later you well, still no, 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 no. hold on we don't have to go that far <laughs> it, it it was so cold and nasty and such a mess ah. my body said nope we you know we would maybe we would have accepted this earlier but we're not taking this crap now <laughs> oh you were a stubborn child <laughs> Well, my body was apparently also <laughs> stubborn. Didn't get that message that we was going, you know, potentially get a whooping either. So it just said, "No, we putting this back in the plate." Mm. And and ever since then, all I can remember when it really, as it relates to beets, is a plate of pink rice, <laughs> red beets, and some digested version mm. of those two together. <laughs> yeah, well, you just ruined my appetite. For I'm doing good. I'm glad we're doing this in the evening. And, and I'm, um, I will go throw those beets that are in my 
refrigerator out. Don't, don't no, don't, don't let my, don't let my uh, phobia now scare you. But you know, I have a um, since since you know the topic is eating and healthy eating. I, I have a a theory. Now I have a chemical engineering background, so the science here is pretty loose. Okay, because it's more biology than engineering. <laughs> but we are humans. Um, and we probably have not evolved much since the time we were primarily hunters and gatherers. Um, we've only had agrarian societies for what, 10,000 years? Look at you with the agrarian word. Uh -oh. um, I got it. My vocabulary is not too bad. I did all right on the yeah, SAT. You didn't know vegetarian. I did not know that. <laughs> I know the etymology though, but anyway. Um, and so our body kind of tells us still what we should be eating. And I think, my opinion, if you examine our teeth, our teeth have a nice mix of meat cutting teeth and vegetable grinding teeth, um, which I use to argue that we should not be vegetarians. Um, but I also will agree that because the meat cutting teeth are less um, prominent than the veg vegetable grinding teeth that we probably should eat a lot more vegetables than most people put on their plate. So that's my scientific rationale for um, thinking you may be on to something here. Well, I'm, you're, you're semi-scientific? Semi-scientific. You said it was loose. It was loose. loose. It's loose. <laughs> it's loose. Um, and, and it's interesting that you say that because there's been at least two sort of versions of healthy plates uh, you might be familiar with the USDA MyPlate, right? Which is right. their representation of what a healthy proportional sort of meal looks like. And it brought to you is, by the beef lovers of America. Yeah. Well, but it also has half of your plate being fruits and vegetables. So a mix ah. of the two with, a, with the fruits being a smaller proportion. But the clear direction is that half of your plate should consist of produce. <laughs> in that sense. Um, the Harvard School of Public Health took that one step further with their plate, which okay. basically added a couple of additions. And I'm going to focus on the vegetable part. It's a very interesting thing if you get a chance to look that up. But they had a focus on not only vegetables as half of the plate, but also the importance of green leafy vegetables. Green leafy vegetables. Okay. Yes. So that, that, that doesn't count my beets. So that no, but it does count your beet greens. Ah, which I eat those as well. <laughs> so yeah, so one of the things that I have recently discovered actually is uh, sweet potato greens. Okay. Are you hit? I, I have not had those. Now, what's interesting to me is I had not had them until recently when I got them. I have a weekly produce delivery local um, here in Georgia, and so... You know, they, you. they have local farms. I've been doing that for, that's probably been about 10 years now. I've, I've had to go through companies because this is my, this is my uh, public service announcement because the, the companies that are delivering this produce and local farms are going out of business. Right. So the small farms are going out of business. So I've gone through, this is my third company. Wow. Because okay. companies, the company previous to that has gone out of business. Um, uh, companies that I liked and, and had to change because unfortunately they weren't able to, to retain them. Anyway, that aside, 
this company I really love. They've actually challenged me with, and, and what I like about these companies, if anybody is interested in checking them out, just look for organic fresh delivery. Um, they usually have a choice. You want organic, transitional, local, whatever. But they, they give you what's in season and what is, you know, the farmers are producing. And it gives you an opportunity to try new things. And they actually gave me some, some sweet potato greens. And I had to look it up. And as much as I see sweet potatoes in the supermarket, when you look at what sweet, sweet potato greens are ultimately a leafy vine that grows on top of the sweet potatoes. So sweet potatoes are in the ground, they're tubers, and the, the, the greens are thick up on top. And yep, when I saw okay. these pictures on, you know, YouTube and blah, 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 I'm like, so when we are harvesting these sweet potatoes, what the hell are they doing with the greens? Because let me tell you something, they are delicious. You have a little nutty flavor that, so I'm, and, and now I am on a mission to find them. You know, and I they, think you have a business opportunity there. Tea leeks, sweet potato greens. <laughs> and shout out to Adrian Miller. Um, our local soul food uh, historian. And he does have, uh, and I had to reread his book because I was like, Adrian, why didn't I know about these sweet potato greens? And uh, I might not have finished it. So I, yeah. it's on the shelf. But so I, I shout out to him because he called this out is that certainly from African people's perspective, sweet potato greens were heavy. On top of that, just to finish that out, there is an organization called Old Ways that has a, an African heritage food pyramid. And the base of people of African descent of our pyramid, our food pyramid, are leafy greens. So particularly for, if we're talking to African-Americans here um, that aren't getting enough, beef up, excuse the pun, your leafy greens. <laughs> All right. Now, I do have to ask you, because I, 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 I do remember, I had to go look up Harvard Medical School's healthy eating plate. What's the deal with those whole grains? Uh, I need more more data. Yeah, what so, is the deal so, with them? Do they look I mean, funny on the plate, or are you just—they have a lot of them on the plate. I'm surprised the portion of whole grains is is one quarter of the plate. Um, and because, tell me more about that. Well, um, and they are whole grains, so they're this does not include your process. Um, white rice, for example, um, I don't think that would uh, that would that would apply. But I'm just surprised that the whole grains were that much of the plate. Um, I would have thought it would be more vegetables than what they had. Vegetables and fruit were half the plate. Whole grains was a quarter, and um, protein was a quarter. So um, two things. Um, one, our plates generally are bigger than they need to be <laughs> without a doubt so <clears throat> so these whole grain portions should be you know you could talk about you know again they went away from the um, but there is still this concept of you know how many cups of um, starchy carbs you should have etc but not to get into that um, there is sort of a I think there's a cap on that and Generally, if we look at a, a normal size plate, because we tend to use some of the oversized plates and our plates actually have grown in size over the, the course of, I think there's some statistics online, I, I don't have them handy, as to how our plates have increased in diameter. Um, but, but yeah, that, that portion is a quarter of a plate, but a quarter of a plate is actually not that much if we're, if we're using a, a, a true 
you know, sort of healthy eating plate. The other thing that I will say is that, and you, you'll see it when you look at their main representation of the healthy eating plate, it says the more veggies, the better. Okay. So vegetables, on the other hand, have no limit. Okay. So that, I think, is the, is the key difference. And, and that's something that I encourage people to do just from a make it easy perspective. I say, before you get anything else, fill up half of your plate with vegetables so that you can't even get anything until, because you know, most people, hopefully, you sit down, you eat the plate, and then if you're going to have seconds, you go back to seconds. And you, you eat mindfully, you eat slowly so you can feel if you're full. If you're not full when you go back, same thing. Fill up your plate with vegetables because that's going to be the way in which you start to eat more of the, the nutrient-dense stuff and less of that. So those are, those are my things around, you know, and I don't know if that answers your surprise or sort of makes you go, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense is that our plates are too big and that whole grains are pretty much, they're not in the same category as vegetables in terms of the more the better. Okay. So, you know, when we go back to the plant-based terminology, um, you know, I think most people use that term, they're thinking of meat as an alternative. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, the whole Burger King, plant-based, impossible burger. Um, not that I'm giving them an endorsement because I haven't tried it. Um, they could shout out to me and you know, maybe I'll try it and give them a review. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I guess probably more thought needs to be given by people when they say plant-based. Because um, mm -hmm. there are a whole lot of things that are plant-based. Like you said, this upholstered chair is 40% cotton, so it's 40% <laughs> plant-based. So I'm going to stick with, I guess I stick with my answer is yes. Um, I don't know if I gave you a chance to answer, but since you coined the term, I assume your answer was most definitely yes. Yes, you are correct. I do believe that vegetarian is a healthier lifestyle. And, and you know, I mean, we could argue about that because it depends, because plant-based is, as you put it, or as you, the term you use, so loose. <laughs> It's because uh, t-shirts are in there and some other things that we don't, you know, want to eat. Um, I think vegetalarian is a clearer sort of communication of what is, is healthy for you. And that's the reason why I, I trademarked the term, because I wanted to find a term that I could share with and teach others that would easily translate to how to eat healthy. Um, yeah, I mean, most people will observe how I eat this whole concept of loading up my plate with vegetables, um, starting with vegetables, um, and, and assume I'm a vegetarian. And I'll tell them, no, I'm a vegetarian. I've had a couple of chefs, actually, that I've talked to be like, oh, that makes sense to me. That's great. So with that, I, I feel pretty, pretty good that the people that I've talked to about it, they get it. And and it kind of frees them up almost, you know, because going back to what I said, like plant-based people, people don't know. So when you tell someone, oh, well, you, you know, you may want to follow a, a more plant-based diet. What the hell does that mean to the average right. person? Right. right. It's like when you give them that advice. Now, of course, when you say, you know, you may want to follow a more vegetable Aryan, <laughs> they may be like, oh, I don't understand that either. <laughs> <laughs> but I think when you explain it, it doesn't take that, that much longer. With plant-based, you have to kind of say, is this and this and that. 
and not the, but you, and then you may ask, well, but can I drink wine and blah, 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 blah. So. So after they watch our show, they'll definitely know after they listen to our show. I'm sorry. Um, so the, the actionable advice for today, and you know, we're in this new year's resolution time period, um, which we both had a show saying we did not believe in new year's resolutions. Um, but we do believe in actionable advice. So restate for us, please. This is a actionable advice. It's a new decade resolution. Okay. Those are okay. 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 The actionable advice on healthy plates. Half the plate, vegetables? At least. At least. All right. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah. And stay away from those white killers. <laughs> oh, that phrase is going to go down in infamy. I'm going to put that in the description. <laughs> All right. No stupid questions. No stupid questions. You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs>